Greetings and salutations, kings and queens. This is Dr. Joe, your favorite neighborhood MD, on episode 11 of The Vital Check. And we have alongside, by my side, for the past 11 episodes. Yeah, it's been a long time. Me, <laughs> DJ Critical, bow, bow, bow. And today we have one guest, which you already know. And the second guest is a new person on the podcast, but faithful listener, right? Faithful yes, listener, yes, yes, yes. And uh, it's going to get spicy, guys, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Please What's do. What's going on? Um, I'm Mr. Dr. Joe again. Hey, Mr. Dr. Joe. Here. Yeah, a friend of DJ Critical for 20 years. 20 years. Correction. Um, Correction, yes. Just letting it be known. And uh, now nah, I'm just here to share my opinion on some things, so I'll turn it over. Yes, and I'm, I don't know what I am. I don't know if I'm controversial, direct, but um, you call Mr. B. All Mr. Right. B. Mr. B. Mr. B. All right, so um, we're going to start off the humble brag with Mr. B's accomplishments. He didn't know we were going to do that, but, you know, he got some awards at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know, yeah. his wifey, Mrs. B, put it up in the group <laughs> chat. Shout out, Mrs. B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Mr. B, you want to let us know what, what, you know, what kind of awards, what accolades were being um, celebrated? Yeah, sure. So, basically, certain cases, like uh, one case in particular, which I forgot about, um, basically, it was like a you suicidal know, person on the track. We got that suicidal person off the track. It was actually hanging off. Like, uh, I had to talk to them. He didn't want to talk to anybody else. Oh. So, they gave oh, me a award wow. for that. Then we had another suicidal person. This is all Yonkers, by the way. Yonkers. <laughs> I love Yonkers, but oh, it could get boy. crazy. It mm. gets a little crazy mm -hmm, in Yonkers. Mm -hmm. But shout out to my top five rapper of all time, DMX. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yonkers stand Rest up. Rest in peace. But yeah, those are one of the things I, you know what I'm saying? Suicidal EPs and things like that. That's dope. That's yeah. nice. That's, that's, I mean, that's a skill set, right? Like, not everyone knows how to de escalate. Um, and, you know, redirect someone who's at a position where they want to Take lose their life. life. Yep. Yeah. Um, so kudos to you, Mr. B, as Thank controversial you. as you, we might maybe be. <laughs> so, so now they could call you in for like, uh, like if people are trying to like jump off like buildings and stuff. Nah. Yeah, Are you the negotiator? You gonna add that too? I'm not Samuel Jackson. I'm not Samuel Jackson. Send him in. That's what's oh, up, though. Man. Congratulations. Yes, that's, that's kudos. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, well, real quick, how did you yeah. feel after that? As far as mm -hmm. like the the emotion of like you know you're like literally being able to like save somebody's like life twice. Um. It wasn't, it's just something that you do. Just, oh, and the, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, you just act in a moment. And, and for the most part, the job that I do myself and, you know, what he does, you know, you got to react. And also, it's all about talking to people. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. You know how to talk to people, it's going to be hard for you. So we have a lot of, you know what I'm saying, colleagues that don't know how to talk to people. So mm. the interaction may be different. So at, at those present moments, was there was other people around and you just took the initiative to go or they tried and they it didn't work and you was like oh, let me get so, a shot at it so with people that's dealing with like emotional like distress what i like to call it um it depends it depends on who they have a knack to so say for mm -hmm. example you came mm -hmm. and you was the first on scene or if i came after you sometimes they take a may take a liking to you so they may be like all right i'm gonna fall back so what happened in that situation was me and my partner I was the first person to get there. Okay. I built the rapport. Pulled. Okay. And I asked him, like, oh, where are you from? He said, oh, I'm from, um, I'm originally from Ghana. Mm -hmm. My father's Ghanaian. All right, so, so yeah, already so that's familiarity and stuff. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. That's what's up. And that's, I mean, 
really it's, it's an art to kind of right i think as humans you know we're gonna get real philosophical right here but right we all have something in common i really believe in the six degrees of separation um but but it's an art to kind of flush that out out of people mm-hmm. um so for you to be able to be like oh where you're from and make that connection in such a a high pressure state um uh, situation you skilled mr b i think it's a i think in the situation like that it's big in our line of work um for representation representation matters so i think like and that builds that connection like um other people other colleagues of ours may not have had that rapport because they don't look like that person or mm. you know what i'm saying so just going into that situation you already know like if i see another person that looks like me i can find something that i relate to them with you know what i'm saying so that's that's huge. that's like similar to like the uh question about like <clears throat> police officers in different like neighborhoods mm-hmm. right. and stuff like that where you have somebody who's from deep in Long Island, Suffolk County is an MRPD and it's in like the hood with like predominantly like minorities and yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. they don't know how to react or speak to people of different ethnicities and that's what usually is the, the conflict yeah. um, between some I mean that's a big reason why I do what I do um, but I think the, the practicality of that is hard to put into into play because you look at it like um they made pushes for like people within the five barrels to apply for um, right our positions and mm-hmm. um but it's it's difficult because if you grow up in a culture where you know i'm not anti-cop yeah right. i'm not gonna be a cop i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that and but they present the opportunity to you to where you could represent um people that look like you mm-hmm. wearing this uniform it makes a difference mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. i mean if anybody wants to become a cop i think it's a it's a good job it's, it is what you make it and you just continue to represent yourself and your people and you'll be alright with that yeah. it's um I feel like it's difficult when you can be like the one good apple out of the bunch but then like they do have the thing where they call like it's a, a family like a the blue gang or whatever like that so it's like mm-hmm. when you have a, several others that are not doing what they're supposed to do it's really hard as a civilian to differentiate um in situation which which one you're gonna uh encounter so like Mm -hmm. say just like at a a stop routine stop or whatever at that point you don't know are you gonna get an asshole cop or you're gonna get like a cool cop that'll talk to you or see what the situation is so a lot of times i guess that's why some people just be on like the defense but i think also right it's it's even if they are let's say quote unquote good bad cop that day um, and then y'all like hold each other, not y'all, but like y'all hold each <laughs> other down. Y'all. So it's like no, there's a little, like a s- small amount of cops, I guess, it's se- seemingly like I don't know, mm-hmm. that'll speak out against uh, what's going on rather than just keeping quiet because of the whole, oh, like that's my brethren kind of, you know, mm-hmm. thing. So also that's. But then also at the end of the day, I think it's important to recognize that they are people. So let's say even they are presumed good cop, let's say like this is their eighth call of the day they're tired they're exhausted like you might not get the best version of that cop Mm. um and that doesn't make Uh, them bad per se well that doesn't make them that doesn't allow them to like all right because i i've been in a lot of customer service positions like jobs Mm -hmm. and no matter how my day is going that doesn't give me a right to be nasty or or rude to the 12th person that 
has a stupid ass question or you right. know piss me off not I, I absolutely agree with you so i always tell uh, my partner two years ago right you know i feel like i changed his mind right he's from the five boroughs mm -hmm. um he, I was saying that, you know, with us, when we put this uniform on, unfortunately, we're not perfect, right? You say we we are imperfect people, but we are held to a higher standard. Correct. That's so true. I, mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. And you, what you're talking about as far as, like, solidarity, right? Mm -hmm. um, there is solidarity. But at the same time, too, I'm not going to – I agree with you on that point. But a point I would like to bring up is, like, I come from a community where people of color, and they may be aggressive. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. So – someone coming from another community they may take that as a threat right mm -hmm. um so you know the different ways that people interact or react to like police officers things like that it's not going to be the same myself he's not always going to be there mm -hmm. right Correct. so it can always be a different interaction so sometimes the i don't want to say like the civ uh, yeah, it's civilian. on both ends no it's definitely on mm -hmm. both ends because there's times where i'm with people and we get pulled over and i'm like yo shut up and then the, the, pa the, the passenger drives like oh whoa what do we do oh you don't have nothing better to do there's crime out there i'm like yo bro can you just like yeah. relax and then i end up getting a ticket is on my license <laughs> i have to pay for it and the whole drive home you just there jawing off and just complaining and we could have just avoided this situation if I just showed him my Brooklyn Tech ID. And it would have been, been straight. Like, it's crazy out here. But I think it's unfortunate, too. Like, uh, my wife, right, I got pulled over a couple of times. Once, I was also in the military. So, two whites I was in the military. And two times, I was a cop, right? So, both times, after the situation, I didn't get tickets, by the way, right? I showed that my police ID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But the last time, so the three times before, they weren't people that looked like me. The last time was someone looked like me, right? For her, she felt like the last time with someone that looked like me, they was a little bit more aggressive, right? Mm. Okay. Did you receive that? Um, as far as did I feel like it was aggressive? No, he was just doing his job. Was it different than the others? Yeah, right? But for me, being that I'm in his profession, I, I understand a little mm. bit more, but I just question like you know her as my spouse like if i'm cool you be cool like she's like oh i see a uh, lot of things was going on in the news cool. and things like that the mm -hmm. the media tra traumatizes mm -hmm. and, and brings and up and a lot yeah like i was just talking to my wife today like why is it that whenever there's a police involved shooting there's uh white cops that shoot white guys why right is, mm -hmm. it's always the white cop that shot the black and it's always sensationalized, and it's on and on the news cycle, right? And I feel like that traumatizes people over and over again. Yes, is wrong, right? I'm not saying, oh, one is worse than the other. No, they're both wrong. But also, too, the media traumatizes people time and time again. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And now they want to give us guns in New York. <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, they don't want to give that's guns in awesome. New York. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's. Just, I mean, we're gonna get a little bit into it. Um, we're gonna get into it a little bit later. <laughs> um, but you know, on a lighter note, critical. Hi. Kind of hotels do we have now? Oh, speaking of hotels, look at my shirt. It's oh, Jasmine. that's right. It's Jasmine Sullivan. Ow, ow. Philly native. Look. Um, oh, and my hat. This new number, don't call me. Shout out to Ricketti. She has a new single called Bad Out. Mm. It's my homegirl. Okay. okay. Um, 
I see this. This. But summertime, it's warm out here in these streets. Yes, it is. It is getting warmer, and what I'm uh, realizing is that um, I I don't know if if this if it's retrograde or something like that. Mercury, maybe some yeah, or, some or Pluto moon or is in Jupiter, the, in the Libra, Saturn, something. yeah. But um, I'm having to um, I'm having to turn down a lot of advances. Wow. Which is not a bad thing. Okay. Look at you, stud muffin. Okay. It's a, it's a good thing. I don't know if I'm just growing into my face and my new beard. Oh, mm. okay. I'm, I'm getting facials, pause, uh, from time to time. So you're, you're um, taking care of your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your skin ex- is glowing. Exfoliating. You're drinking you know, water. Chemical peels, yeah. Uh-huh. All that. And um, I'm just getting a, a lot of um, advances, but they're like direct and like very forward. They're mm. not like like subtle. They're like these women, like they're they know what they, they want. They know what they and they want yeah. it now. Like yeah. they they want it immediately. I mean, I think we're at an age, right? You kind of went through your twenties and your. I mean, for some of us teens, I don't know, but like flushing out what you want and you don't want. So I feel like once you find what you want, that's it. The thing it. that I'm having trouble with is just saying saying no. Mm. Oh well. So that's that's the other part. So well. like I'm catching myself in situations and. Stuff that I don't, I don't really care to be in. It's just that I'm just, I'm just, You're a, just yes. a nice guy. Yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah you yes want, man. You want to do this? You want to go out? You want to? Oh sure, okay. And then mm. while I'm there, it's like, oh all right, uh, now let's you know do other things. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that part. I just want to. And then they end up in growth. the front seat when you're getting pulled <laughs> over, yelling at the cop. Yeah, I, I just want to see the movie and then go home. I don't want to like you know go back to your place. I don't want to. Well, um, I read an article that you know men shouldn't be going to women's places anyways because then you might get killed by the ex. That is true, but I don't want to bring it mm. to my place. Oh. Like that's not that happening. Is gruesome. Yes. And then hotel fees and stuff. Yeah, like, you don't want to do all that. <laughs> it's expensive. It is. Mm-hmm. I I think. I don't know, but from <laughs> from the the hotel app that I may have used from time to time, you know, you see the different rates and stuff. But anyway, so yeah, I'm just I just have to like you know, say no a little bit to to things that I don't you know want to be a part of, and not just take the nice guy role and just you know yes everybody, and then I just end up all over the place with people that I don't really need to be seen with or be with. And where are these advances occurring? Um, the streets. The streets. So you just uh, walking down, trying to get a bacon, egg, and cheese from the bodega, and they're just yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, I've been pursued at at DJ gigs a lot of times. Okay. You know, they're just feeling Ooh, the vibe. You, you, you set the yeah, music. They, you got the vibes going. They're making eye mood. contact with me. They're they're coming over to the DJ. Oh, you they're, you they're act- a music video like yeah, they're acting like they want to request, but they really want to request me. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Yeah. Wow! Gracious. So the stock is going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah! Yesterday's so prices. It's not today's <laughs> price. So um, yeah. So I just have to be more intentional with I everything. Guess, you know, exactly. with dating, with saying yes, mm. with the uh, you know just going along with the flow and you know participate in activities that I don't really want to participate in and then I do a great job and then they keep coming back mm. and then they get hooked and then it's like we oh, got to start gosh. a Google reviews for you. We said it's that like, last time, but it's like oh my gosh, like I didn't even know I was just. Oh, man. I wasn't even serious. I didn't know it was that good. Oh, I wasn't even serious, you know. I was, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm imagine if I can. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's just me. It's crazy. Yeah, that's you know, just you. That's just me. Uh, so yeah, 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 that's what I'm going through. Oh man, it's gonna be a tough summer for you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because everybody's outside now. Everybody outside. Yeah, outside mm-hmm. is expensive though. So. It's very exactly, and the gas inflation prices. Inflation is crazy. Yes. Oh, dude, that's not even talking about inflation. Because my groceries. <laughs> crazy. 
But we'll talk. We'll talk next episode about monies, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, you know, talking about summer, we had a big album drop. I don't know if big. I mean, it, it was a little, a little. It made waves. Drake. Yes, yeah, Drake. Honestly, big never owls. mind. Yep. Um, a Aubrey lot of people, Graham. you know, are criticizing it for its oops feel. Hell, yeah, little <laughs> but EDM honestly, house music. Yes, vibe. I liked it. Um, the oh. production's fun. You know, I was with everybody else. I was just fairly surprised because I was that was very unexpected. Very. I want lyrics. I want raps. I want captions. I want you know shit talking and stuff like that. And I mean, he had a little bit of that in it. For like sticky and like yeah, certain tracks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and then um, calling my name. Oh yeah, that was. That was spicy. Yeah, I need the edited version to that for yeah, like yeah. the kids. Oh. But um, yeah, it was just unexpected and it, it grew on me because I like house music and like like me dance too. music, but I just didn't really expect that from him. Like a whole album work because he's true. had instances like one dance and other stuff that could be like house music, you know, genre themed, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, just a complete body of work that had the same tempo was, yes. was interesting. But I mean, it's it's Drake. But then, interestingly enough, Beyonce drops a single. By Break. Excuse wow. me, Chill Beehive. Out. He doesn't mean that. Please do not sting yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> but break my soul. I mean, how did that's did, a banger? You think that was better than every song on the album on Drake's album? I think it was comparable. My daughter loves mm-hmm. that song, so... It's on repeat. It's good in my book. She asked for it for as soon as she woke up. I mean, up. <laughs> it reminds me of Show Me Love by Robin S. And um, I just like Robin S.'s version better. That's what I listen to when I'm I don't know that. in Macy's and uh, <laughs> department stores and stuff. It just looked like a little remix. Beyonce just out here remixing other people's songs and oh. stuff like that. But Oh, my. I mean, I, I digress. Well, for those of us, you know, we're going to... But I do like Beyonce, though. Excitedly await the drop of Renaissance. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be a dancing summer. Maybe maybe that's the only dance song, because I don't think she's going to come out with the full dance album. Well, I think she realizes that we definitely need feel-good music, right? I think we've been into a lot of darkness, and we're about to talk about more darkness. Um, but And it's ironic that they both came out with similar tempo songs so maybe there's something that we don't know about marketing and yeah i feel like what i've heard on the on the grapevine is that drake knew what she was doing ahead of time and tried to beat her to it and was like you know what but that's hard that's that's a lot of tracks to to i mean it's drake it's arby graham you can do whatever you want i guess so but anyways i liked it i'm about to go to Because that's just like a weird coincidence though like days before like a week before like the same tempo because that's not a uh, something that's in the market where it's like, oh, like, you know, people has done it. Like, that's like far left. Mm. Mm. But, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting on the side. Okay. Creating um, conspiracy theories. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So, a not so happy news. Um, it's been a crazy week in the United States of regression. Um, oh, that's regression. a good one. Thank regression. you. Okay. Regression. Okay, let's mm. talk about it. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. Like, I like it. That's gonna be the title of this episode. Um, so I saw somewhere they're like the single worst week for civil rights and liberties in decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so in case, dear listener, you've been under a rock, or you're like the Belgium listener that listens faithfully. Oh, um, Belgium! Shout out to Belgium. Thank you. Uh, we have entered some treacherous waters. Um, 
So the first thing that happened is that Roe versus V. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Um, so that was that and we'll, we'll get into it. And then the second thing that happened, um, particularly in New York, in New York was that Supreme court also struck down a law that placed, um, strict restrictions on carrying concealed firearms in public for self-defense, Supreme pretty court much just deeming it unconstitutional. Um, and, you know, in doing the pre-work for, for today's talk, you know, with Mr. B last night, um, and I found, and the thing is, right, I, I have good thoughts, but I just don't know how to elaborate on them or make them, fl- like... Okay, we'll help you. ...succinct enough, but I found tweets that, that said okay, what I wanted work. to say. Okay, um, <laughs> tweets work. So, essentially, there was one tweet. It says, weird how a majority of nine old people decided a 50-year-old law needed to be changed because looking back it was a poor ruling but a 230 year old amendment is perfect as is um and then even mm. to like to add more injury sorry insult ah, these idioms i hate them but anyway so so <laughs> speaking of idioms at some point we can uh elaborate so back to the cake yeah from, to my cake idiom. <laughs> i found out the true meaning it makes sense. Okay. Um, so then, and to furthermore, um, Justice Clarice Thompson, Thomas wrote um, that the courts to actually reconsider three other rulings, um, the ones that legalized gay marriage and birth control. So, you know, overturning Roe versus Wade is pretty much set a precedent um, wow. for... I'm moving back to Jamaica. What else? I mean, it's, it's shocking. Um, but why is it shocking? Why is it shocking? Right. To me, like there are so many things wrong in this country mm-hmm. right now that why is it that abortion rights is what's on your forebrain? Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. we have inflation to tackle. Mm-hmm. We have student loans to tackle. We have increasing ri- mm-hmm. crime and like gun violence. Like yeah, really? Like it. right mm-hmm. now you woke up and chose violence. But it's not the Supreme Court that want, wanted to address this issue, Supreme Court is just, they don't make law, they just interpret it, right? So if a state, so the the case that brought that to light was Dobbs versus Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi, they wanted to basically make it, they wanted to prohibit having abortions after 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. So now the Supreme Court, they, they petitioned the Supreme Court to answer that question. So now Supreme Court went to answer Wade, right? So in Wade, it was never about the terms or anything like that. What happened with Wade was that in Texas, they made it criminal to have an abortion, right? Mm-hmm. right? But why Why did the court say it was criminal? It was criminal due to the fact of how do you know it was going to be a crime? In order for you to know it had a crime that's happened, you have to have been in the room. But now you violate that person's rights because if, if, I, if I was pregnant and I'm in a room with, say, you're the doctor, the state would have to be in that room in order for the crime to happen. So that's violating the privacy. With this, it's totally different. Now, you could say it's the, it's the same issue, but they're answering two different things, right? So what me looking at their mind, I can understand why they did it. Not saying it's right, wrong, or different. I can understand why. So why they overturned a ruling that allows, federally allows abortions to occur so they're not saying they're saying it's a right 
right? A U.S. citizen's right to seek abortion in any of these states. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily they said they, they were saying it was a right, right? So, like I said, with Roe Ro versus Wade, they were saying it's not a crime. And then when they brought it up again in 92 with Casey versus Pennsylvania, they try to place undue burden on a woman. Like, for example, to tell the husband, right? Maybe reconsider it 24 hours. That's placing an undue burden. But now they're saying the state can say what maybe we, we don't, we don't want to have abortion. So it's not saying it's a crime. It's not placing an undue burden on a woman. So now it's a different type of issue that another state brought to the Supreme Court. Does that make sense? There's a conspiracy theory that um, white supremacists uh, want to regulate the population of white people. So like the states that are um, all for abortions not being legal mm-hmm. are the ones where have they feel like the minority rate is rising. So they want to omit the opportunity for white people to have abortions so that way they would increase the white population. And the fact wow. that those states immediately after the ruling canceled all abortions for that day. They, they had trigger laws, and yeah. after. So now, like, <clears throat> as far as it not being criminal and you just not having the ability to have an abortion, I think that's uh, a difference. Like, it's okay, but not being criminal, but why just not allowing it? Why didn't you just take away the, oh, it's not a crime anymore, but we just, you know, right. don't have it there. Because you also got to, like I said, you got you to gotta think about what the Supreme Court does. It's not, they don't make law, they just interpret it. So they sent, basically just said, it's on the states. The states has rights, whatever. So every state can make their rights. That's all Okay, all right. But now, but now Critical took it a step further uh-huh. with the states that automatically or immediately canceled all abortions as soon as the decision was made. Uh-huh. Like, what, is, what does that say? You know, what is... Like I'm, you can't go. Well, it seems there. like they they were already not in favor of abortions right. from right. the jump, but just that it was legal, they was like, all right, we'll play along. And now they're like, oh, now nah, we don't have to do that anymore. We're not doing it. But also yeah. too, on the flip side, right? I was just talking to my wife about this. Now we talk about the abortion, but now where do we talk about with the accountability, right? So if you're engaging in sexual acts, mm-hmm. right, unprotected sexual acts then you know there's a possibility, too. So I feel like... Okay, right. But it doesn't... doesn't, Right. Real quick, real quick. So, like, say, what's one of the states that... uh, Texas. All right, so say Texas. Say someone is is raped in Texas. Mm -hmm. But rape shouldn't... That's the thing, right? Like, a lot of activists are saying... Sometimes you have to go to extremes, though. It can't be just rape. It can't, Women have autonomy outside of rape. No, because he said he was bringing up... he's referring to accountability. Right, so if you're not accountable and you're a victim um now you have to go to a, a surrounding state to have that abortion basically so i was i would say like i don't know every state right so some I, of them i think like even incest is not is not a reason to get an abortion so this is where now politics come into play right so politics sort of religious right evangelicals they want to be no abortions whatsoever, right? Then you got the left. They want every... It's like 
we as a country has become so polarized mm-hmm. that we can't even meet in the middle to mm-hmm. even so this, I agree with this that. whole issue is not even about the people like for example president biden coming out right because uh i was just in a barber shop and my barber you know he listen msnbc so it was on so i'm just <laughs> ch- chilling just listening what's going on so they hot mm-hmm. they hot talking about it so there's the one one of the one guy that was on being interviewed he was like what the what the Biden administration can do, they can have uh, federal federal places to in the states to where if a person in a state that don't want to provide abortions, they can go to that place. That place, like right? a safe haven mm-hmm. or whatever. But I'm reading now that Kentucky because actually it's very problematic. Exactly. But then now, look. So apparently, Kentucky passed a law earlier this year where they have a provision that they can extradite people from other states who provided abortion pills to, to Kentuckians. So, right, so now your past is still going to, like, mm. it's, it's a lot to unpack, yeah, right? Like like uh, Dr. Joe was saying, I think it's less about accountability and just women having the right to do what they want to do with their body, and it shouldn't be on the state to... Or government. or Yes, or government to regulate or say whether or not oh you could do this hit but at the same time it's it's like weed whereas like some states is legal and then some states are not so like if you want weed you just have to go to another state but at the same time too uh we can't pick and choose if you want big government say you want big government everything if you want limited government say you want limited government everything it can't be just for so I'm not. I'm, this is not my opinion on it. I'm just right, wrong. I look at both sides. So if we're saying, you know what, we want federal interve- intervention. We want the government to say whether we, can, wh- what's, we can't. What's right? What's wrong? What we can right, or cannot do? Cool. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, when that happens, we just like gotta... the vaccine. Certain people, nah. I don't. Nah. The government shouldn't tell me when to get the vaccine. But certain people, nah. They should. It's like we can't pick and choose. And I feel like, like I said, it becomes so polarized. Like one hand. One group want this, one group want this. It's never we can meet in the middle. We we can never compromise, and I feel like that's the problem in is like we have in this country. Well, kind of circling back, right? So I read earlier today um, reframing women getting pregnant and saying men impregnating women, right? Because it takes two to Ten, get though. a baby, Absolutely. right? So how come we're not doing performing vasectomies on men? Right, that are impregnant or creating unwanted pregnancies. Yeah, because if you go down the line, if you go fast forward and they make birth control illegal, then where do we stop? Is condoms then become illegal? Because that's a contraception. I'm going to buy in bulk right now. But I'm just saying, well. Someone's like asking us if they should buy stock, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, like, what's, what's stopping one um, from happening if the other one is already approved? Like, if you, if you, um, like I said, make birth control illegal, then where, where's the end game? Like, what, where does it end? And the thing that, that, that really upsets me the most is that the states that really want to over, or were successful in, in, in overturning Roe versus Wade or per, whatever, giving their points, are the states with the least social supports, right? It's mm-hmm. mostly your red states. It's the ones that use the most federal tax dollars, don't have state taxes, don't have local taxes. So their social support is literally crumbling, mm-hmm. right? So now you are already taking away a service that is life-saving for some women, right? Because it's not just rape. It's not just, you know, a woman's autonomy, but there are dangerous pregnancies, right? Correct. Right. There are also um, n- 
non unviable non-viable fetuses mm -hmm. right so if i'm gonna birth a child with so many defects are you going to give me then the social support to raise that child with multiple disabilities? Are you going to give me a living wage mm -hmm. to support that child? No, not if I'm from the South. Yeah, so, basically they tell you not to have sex. Exactly. And that's not the way to go. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, those are the states that already are limiting um, uh, birth control. So to me, it's just contradictions. Like you're just saying one thing and not support like but at the same time too in those states right this is where we gotta i feel like we gotta revisit like history look at what our forefathers our ancestors did when before pre-civil rights right they got together right it's not you can't place it all on one institution and then they shot each um, other for funsies like <laughs> like you, i don't know i'm basing i'm basing it off no, of hamilton <laughs> <laughs> but those people in those states where, you know, they're making basically preventing them from getting abortions, go petition your your elect your your electorate. Go go to their offices. Get, gang up as a listen, it's not gonna be I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy as one, two, three, but to rely on one institution. I'm ready for the riots. I'm gonna be on Fifth Ave. Allegedly. No rights. Washington no Square rights. Park. Yeah. Well, the thing is also, right? No, um, for the looting. Yeah, we don't want to rights. Rights. the looting part. Yeah, no looting. Oh, the looting. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm here gosh, for. Oh, gosh. I'm not Yeah, there but you're not going to be there. Yeah. Um, looting is illegal. Oh, I'm not going to be there, no. All right. But <laughs> Thank you. if it happens and something, you know, falls off a truck, I may pick it up. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Um, what were you saying? Me? Looting, the riot. Oh, petitioning your elected officials mm -hmm. so i read yesterday that you know voting is like the democrats new way to fundraise right i think we mm. have reached a new and now people are like don't vote just give your money directly to abortion funds um mm. so to kind of say go talk to your elected officials is an elitist thing um, because you're already asking disenfranchised communities to go petition a government <laughs> that has them low on their priority list, mm -hmm. right? You presumably voted for your local councilman, mm -hmm. your assemblyman, your assemblywoman, but at the end of the day, who has the deepest pockets? Um, right? It's those that have the lobbying power but now when we say elite, i i hate it yes there are elite like uh people that are part of the elitist quote unquote right but at the same time too malcolm x said it right what do you have those disenfranchised people that you're talking about do they have the economic power no but what power do they have if if voting wasn't important think about what they're doing in the south they trying to redistrict Yep. districts right so they know voting is a power right right did the same disenfranchised disenfranchised people you talking about if they if these people didn't know voting was a power they wouldn't work so hard to take it away from you right so voting is is a power right but it's not just my vote as an individual it's not just your vote as an individual it's collectively. us collectively right, right. Mm -hmm. we are we are missing that part imagine like for example it's a separate issue but imagine if if in 1955 they never did the bus bus boycott, didn't take the buses. It wasn't just one person didn't take the bus. It was everybody didn't take the bus. It's, it wasn't easy, right? But we have gotten to a point where we want easy. 
and we're for self there's a lot for self yes rather mm -hmm. than seeing the the whole the big picture if we you know stuck together and for our common goal yes because like if I gotta take the bus to go to work, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm not gonna go to work or I'm gonna walk just mm -hmm. because there's a, a common goal. Cause at the, I mean, I, I need food, I need, you know, there's bills, yeah. family, like there's a lot of things that come with ganging together and, you know, sacrificing. Where back in the days, I mean, I guess they had little to no right. So it was like easier, I guess, to the sacrifice. stakes are higher. Yeah, that too. Mm. Where now is like, I mean, I could, all right, just no abortions. Are like, you saying that we're relatively, <laughs> okay. Are you saying that we're relatively spoiled in yes. comparison? Yes. So how do we break that if that's even possible? There was stuff like this happening, unfortunately. It takes yeah. stuff like this. And what's going to happen probably, people are going to, they're going to talk about it for a while. They're going to have protests. Then it's going to go away. And that's what, like, to me, right, I yeah, understand I people I going to the streets. BLM signs or, mm. or none of that when, like, weeks after, like, you know, those protests and stuff, it was everywhere and everybody is like, oh, yeah, black lives this, black lives that. And mm -hmm. now it's just, like, regular degla. Yeah, even, like, yeah. The, uh, the, the houses in the predominantly white neighborhood in which I run in, they had their little yeah. signs, you know, and, and, and they're yeah, gone. They're replaced. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, hmm. That was interesting, right? So, like, you show this fake support. But anyways, my point is... Is it fake, though? I think it's just a, a sign of the times. Everything is so mm -hmm. fast-paced. Everything is changing every day. You, you... Now, it's trendy. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's trendy de things. Definitely. Like, even... even People trendy. will just... Or, like, right, support for Ukraine. After Black Lives Matter, then there was, like, the Ukrainian flag went up. And then the Ukrainian flag comes down. Then it's Pride Month, so the Pride flag, flag comes up. You know what? Because there's so many social, social justice causes... And everybody wants to be a good person. So it's ever changing. So like you said, Black Lives Matter, Ukraine, to something else, to abortions, to this, to that. It's always going to be, boom, I support that, flag up. Next one, I support yep. that, flag up. Mm. I mean, I, and I'm not saying it's fake. I, I, I believe it's genuine. It's just so many things and it's so fast-paced and everything is changing that you're just going it, to, it's for a time period, then you move on. Because even then, like now, also, you know, the companies are covering travel for employees. So I think Dick's um, Sporting Goods was a, the trailblazer for this and a lot of more folks are. That's not going to last long. And, and that's like, I'm like, okay, so then let's, let's think about this. So now you have to tell your employer that you're getting an abortion, right? So what does that look like when it mm -hmm. comes to play mm -hmm. as far as your employment? Um, so although I think like it's a, a good step in the right direction, I think it's, a bit not misplaced but right because then uh, you have to be a full-time employee getting benefits right so who is that really gonna really affect mm -hmm. um and it's so crazy that we talk about abortion and disenfranchised people but for me the most important topic right now is almost like the crime that's happening right Cr like what about the living people like we have problems keeping people alive like and when I'm talking about the age ranges, probably what you say, fifteen to twenty-three. Mm. The eighteen mm -hmm. to twenty-four. Uh, no, as they far young. as crime, they young. Nah, you could just. Yeah, they young. Yeah, it's you could go. <laughs> you know where they're from? Fourteen to. Huh? <laughs> you know where these young people that are committing a lot of these crimes are from? Let me guess. I, I don't you know. Believe that I don't know where they're from, but I know what they look like. Mm. 
Right. They do look a certain way, but most of them are from oh, yeah? an area that, you know. <laughs> South from Yonkers. <laughs> and just north of Manhattan. Yes. Right, right there in the, in the middle, like two two letters like oh. put together I don't know oh East New York yeah you right <laughs> um, yeah but that, that is true like there is a, a lot of crime not saying that takes away from abortion but exactly a, yeah there's just a lot of things that's like ironically going on simultaneously and it's just like every which way you turn you're just getting smacked in the face by something yeah and Tragedy. honestly all yeah. intertwined one way or another like crime and abortion uh yes okay in the sense that once you and then once you also bring in the economic aspect of it then it's um you could potentially say like all this is affecting the disenfranchised people okay your black and brown communities yes Mm -hmm. so so it's all intertwined to where like all right this is just not i don't want to say it's a it's a culture but it is kind of it is affecting that particular you know population, so it is intertwined. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. I'm just tired. It's like, what cause am I gonna wake up and fight today? Mm-hmm. Um, it's exhausting. You look tired. You just put on your. I mean, I look tired because just... I was up till one thirty watching this Mario versus Omarion versus. <laughs> Why did you even do that to me? And then. <laughs> My daughter's not sleeping, so I'm just like. She was watching Ray J. That song is like a new lullaby. That the One Wish is oh. now a lullaby. Oh the my li- god! The live version oh is. I will is continue playing her um, sound machine. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! I mean, that was a very entertaining versus, actually. But I mean, beyond just like sleep deprivation. Um, yeah, it is exhausting. It's though. just my bandwidth, right? Um, and what does that mean for our next generations, right? Like if. Mm. if if we're undoing things, precedents, what's gonna be next? Um, and I think that's that's the breath holding is what's also exhausting. Like, what's gonna leak next? What's gonna be the next issue that we're gonna have to fight for? And honestly, like, I don't even know if what we're doing anymore is effective, right? Is protesting really the way anymore, right? What what is thousands of people in the streets, like? Yes, but we I think we have to do more than that and demonstrate. Maybe, maybe change the way you protest. Which is. And apparently, I'm, it's a very democratic way of thinking. But going to the voting booths. What other ways booth. of protest would you I mean, recommend? If if you were to tell me that, um, oh, we're gonna change X, Y, and Z by walking down the street from Harlem to the Lower East Side, I, I would say, how is that gonna change anything? Do you feel like the Million Man March changed anything? No. Mm, uh, that was a quick answer, yeah, Mister B. Yeah, not not really. And I mean, listen. I'm I'm all for the. Causes. No, I agree. I d- didn't either. I just. I'm to... I'm all for the causes, but in practicality, did that really do anything? I feel like it. Like the walks and stuff will just um, it just brings awareness more so than like that's the the thing to make the change. It's just like to bring awareness to what's going on, so then more people can like, for lack of a better word, jump on the bandwagon or like um, try to do something. So it's like little things that'll ultimately probably you know result in something else but i don't think the walks and the little protests are the the end goal like oh let's just right. walk a couple of miles and all right we did our but think about it thing. for the for the majority of people that is the end 
And oh, I think yeah, because it's right? so yeah. it's, it's very tangible, right? It's something you can see. I'm told to show up at this place. I'm gonna show up, you know, do my part. But like, let's say like yeah, because before it was like a lot of just oh, sign this petition, sign this petition, and you don't know where those signatures or names go. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she said, it's tangible, so it's something you see or it's it's visible. And you feel like you're an active participant in it versus like you have to sustain this energy and lobby, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have enough money to hire lobbyists to, you know, go at it for your your particular cause. Yeah, you'll vote and people are just going to throw the votes out. I see why you tired and you become a little bit disenchanted because you worry about so many things that's above you. Like mm-hmm. me, I I don't worry about something that's above me. I look at it, mm-hmm. I read it. Right, similar, I'm very similar. Like I'm <laughs> in my little box, a cocoon of what I can yeah. control. This water bottle, I can I can drink it. Yeah. If I don't want to drink it, it's gonna stay here on the yeah. table. But I think I don't know. That's the socialist in me. Um, well, yeah, oh, that's... you love using titles. <laughs> yeah. No, but honestly, yeah. like right, like what? What? So a socialist? So you you think you're a socialist? I think I have socialist values. So you want? You, would you like socialism? I mean, mm. I think we have some iterations of that. Why? So when you say socialism, in what way would you want socialism? Um, in providing equity, health care. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the wealth gap is insane right now. Get to that. Right. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. no reason why we have homeless people. Right. When we have a conglomerate of billionaires in this country, right? So, and whatever, it's the dream of capitalism. But why do people right? always attack the billionaires? But it's not just, right? Because middle class is not even surviving right now, right? Back in the 50s and 60s, middle class, you did something for yourself, right? You did your little nine to five, you saved, you bought your little house, you raised your kids and your white picket fence. That's not even a dream right now. Yeah, I thought I was middle class until I went to the I, gas I, station and then I, I was I, like, I, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you can't even afford gas no more. I, I can't I, fill I, up today. <laughs> I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I don't think that healthcare, I would agree with you, like, right? Like, I've been to certain places that I don't like, and it's in certain neighborhoods, absolutely. But at the same time, too, even if you provide the services, there will still be people not taking care of themselves, right? Also, it, also to tap into that, if you want to provide healthcare for everybody, who dictates what healthcare people get in the sense that then you bring up the... You bring it back to the federal level as far as abortions go and et cetera, things like that. But why you know do saying? other like countries and stuff are able to to do that, but here they're smaller. They're smaller also okay. also to their taxes. And Canada is expensive up there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes but sense. But I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to Um Right, so to me like one of the things that I think America turns a blind eye to as far as socialism is Medicare and Social Security. Right. If you strip that away from our elders, Mm. what's going to be left dying elders? Right. Because at this point, elders can't even retire comfortably with Social Security. We're going to talk about that. Um, And we will talk about that. Uh So to me, like. There should be a standard across the country. No matter what state you're in. I mean, I get it. Different cost of living. But right. The fact that New York is unlivable for the poor. Why? And then also, real quick, with New York, now they're allowing us to carry guns. 
They're not. <laughs> it seems it seems like it. Because that was one of the topics that, well, at the beginning when we were saying that um, they reformed a, a... Oh, the bail. The strict... No, like the strict... Um, the strict gun laws. Gun laws gun in New York. Gun carry. So now it's essentially what, like, slightly easier, I guess, would you say? Or I don't think you would say easier, but... I wouldn't say easier, but now New York's NYC can't be as restrictive. They will have to, whatever way, the New York State Assembly will have to work on, come up with some type of provision to basically make it less restrictive. I don't know what way, but they will have to make it less restrictive. But I'm not against what they did, what uh, how the Supreme Court interpreted um what was according to the second second amendment for for example like i said we talked about the crime some people don't feel safe but also, what is what is what um so that then again we talk about the harder and dangerous yeah we talk about the provisions now mm-hmm. what provisions i would have to wait to see what the new york state assembly do to really say it's going to make my job harder right but at the same time too we can't be everywhere Look how many crimes that are happening or occurring in the subway, right? Mm-hmm. The subways are a part of New York City. But why can't we recruit more? So more, recruit more police? More what? I guess so police you, officers. So, so you want the budget to be even more. Because people, people already complain that the NYPD uh, budget, it shouldn't be as big as, so now that's going to balloon even more. But. We can't just keep spending, Joe. It has to be limits. We have to keep spending. Um, (laughs) So to me, right, I don't think... Real quick, if we have so much money to send to other countries for... Billions. Whatever. Let's talk about it. No, no, we don't got time to talk about it. (laughs) Why can't we just use that and fix what's going on But it's like fake money, right? Like money doesn't really exist, I feel like. It just... Right. It's just numbers. But critical in that same instance, that's like kind of misleading because that money, there's a basically you wash my back, I wash yours. So the reason why they're sending, sending that money because the, uh, the U.S. is getting something in return, fertilizer, commodities like corn, wheat from Ukraine. So there's a reason why they're getting something in return. So, so my, wheat their bread, interest. my wheat bread and corn is going to be cheaper? <laughs> but that's where a lot of so to get your food to for you to grow like fertilizer or feed your livestock mm-hmm. some uh, some of it comes from over there so it's not they just giving money just to give money they have an interest in that always it's never just you know yeah it's the you scratch my back i scratch your back one hand wash another kind of mm. oh these politics man but anyway, that's I why was, i, I just... was telling you something and cut me off oh sorry we you were saying something about, about hiring more police yes, and, the budgets, and budgets and spending. And spending. So, why should individuals carry guns? Why should they? Yeah. Do you really think that an individual person carrying a gun is going to prevent a crime from occurring? Absolutely not. Um, in theory, yeah. People still invade houses with, yes, with gun, but, on, gun owners' houses. But I think you would think twice. Yeah, you would think twice. I don't. I still see. Like, I don't think so. You yeah, because I you mean, do. if I have a really good gun, um, I don't really care about your gun. Um, I, I've always didn't understand that that philosophy. What if and I have an AK forty seven and you have like a pistol? Well, <laughs> I mean, you should not be robbing houses with AK forty seven. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if 
I were to go into uh, an establishment with the intent to commit a crime, correct, to do X, Y, and Z, if it's understood that this place is, I'm not the only one carrying. That would change my approach. I mean, you just gotta go in there, guns blazing. But then, it's, right, it, it's like a full circle. It, it's so definitely a full circle. You go in there, you carry a gun, you shoot and kill a guy, right? So now you're taking a life away. I think so that now you're the, I think the theory is just that, like he said, if I know that there's people, civilians walking around with weapons, it's less likely for me to attempt a a crime with these people that, unknowing that if they have. So like if I yeah. if I'm at a event or a bar and I know somebody has like brass knuckles or something, I'm probably not gonna snuff them first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm probably not gonna. I just don't know how much of a deterrent or, that really is. To be no, nah, I, I I think it is because like especially with with guns is like obviously they're a deadly weapon. So it's like if I know my op has a gun, mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna start the shootout right now because even though I could kill him. He could kill me too. So I'm probably just going to like not do it mm-hmm. there. So I think that whole theory is where. But I think people, there's people who's running around with illegal weapons now that's just mm-hmm. shooting everything like a, yes. a frenzy. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the last four weeks, like there was like a mass shooting or something like each week. Like in Philadelphia, there was like yeah. one in, or like two. In Tennessee, I think there was like, one. No, Oklahoma, just, they shot the doctor, right? So there was a shooting in Harlem. There was, mm-hmm. yeah, there was a shooting in Harlem last week. Mm-hmm. So Tim, I don't know. It's just you can't be pro-life for one thing, and then it reflects, not reflecting in other aspects. So to me, you can't be pro-guns, and then be okay. They're not pro-guns. They just got, it's probably they just the second amendment. But allowing you to so have So this is another tweet that I think also um, kind of verbalized my frustration. It's uh, It says, we literally allowing for our lives to... And it's poorly... Poorly written. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's to, what tweets are. They just, <laughs> they just ramble. To be governed by the ideas of dead enslavers and colonizers from over 300 years ago. And these mother effers got the nerve to say I'm stuck in the past. So, and this, you know, again, this is going to take another conversation, but... I have an issue when we kind of don't progress from things that were created so long ago. Um, it's hard to write for the future, right? You don't know what's going to happen. Well, when Road versus Wade, when when did that happen? In the 70s. So I think this, ironically, this is a progression of that. And just other things is like, um, it, it takes events for us to move forward Mm. Mm -hmm. unfortunately they may not always be in our favor or our our ideal ideal um idealistic views at this present time but that's part of it like that happened in the 70s and now present day now that's just what's going on as far as you know and what and i'm going to touch on what you said earlier you said that population control and Planned Parenthood, they, it was a form of population control for people of color as well. Some people have said as well. So you also got to think about the flip side too. Yeah, that is true. But they're providing a service that people want. But it's population mm. control. So one end. But I mean, they're not sterilizing people. Yeah, and it was a, it was it was choice based. It wasn't like oh, you have to go to Planned Parenthood. They were just providing you a facility and a 
uh, opportunity like to if you needed that service now you're like just stripping the, the whole thing I feel is just like choice right. like it's there if you want to go if you need it and that's like just saying the discussion is not if you need it it's if you want it right right you're just you're just not even giving me the choice of doing it you're just saying no you can't have it and that's I think that's what the the big thing is and even like today my my friend I didn't read the article disclaimer surprise surprise but uh, the title was a Times article that says in New York anti-abortion centers outnumber abortion clinics right so we're like one of the most liberal states and still and still so with that kind people um, I'm gonna leave you with a quote you know I kind of I'm contradicting myself again um, but <laughs> Uh, someone posted it and I, I guess liked it, but again, I think I'm so disillusioned with our government that I don't know, but whatever, I'm gonna leave it with y'all do what you want. Um, it's every citizen's duty to challenge their leaders, to keep them honest and hold them accountable, even if they're not. Um, so that'll stress you out. That's why you're so stressed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So kind people, your acts of kindness, um, donate to whatever cause you want to, whether that be ACLU, Planned Parenthood, or whatever you feel your values align with, but, um, donate and get out there. And I'm going to be very democratic and say vote, but again, we're in a very blue state. So I am vote. You didn't vote. Well, I voted for Biden, but I didn't vote for this dumb mayor that we have. He's out here crushing bikes and and four wheelers while there's mad other stuff you should be doing. And this is this is what you want. You want to rent a lot. You want to gather up all the bikes that you confiscated off the street. And this is this is what you want well, to do. I know that you don't go to the Bronx often, but that is a huge Yo, huge problem in the Bronx. It's crazy. Huge. What, stealing of bikes? No, it's no. just unlicensed, like, uh, no place. But that's just not, the, that's not just not the Bronx. I work in Harlem. It's in Harlem. It is in Two Harlem. Two places so, that I don't go. So, <laughs> also, too, you also got to consider how the mayor feels. Uh, the broken windows theory, minor crime leads to major crime, right? So, um, yes, on one end, you may say bikes, we got many different issues, but on, on another hand, you could say it's, it's a nuisance. It's like tomato, tomato. It depends. You're going to do all that, and they're just going to steal more bikes. Because they're unlicensed because they're stolen. They're not right. just unlicensed because they went to the but Kawasaki dealership and just <laughs> stole them. But everything's unlicensed. You got unregistered drivers out here with them janky plates. Right, Yo, so what are you going to do? You gonna, plates? <laughs> out of my mind. You're going to confiscate all the janky car plates yes, and, and, and crush them too. Them all. Told them all. Told them all. It's crazy. Yo, no, it's insane. That's just civilians. The fake license plates? That's the civilian, temp plates? That's civilians take, me. taking plates off of people in the Bronx and, and putting right. them on other cars. That they did that to me already. I know. <laughs> and where were you? <laughs> Rest my, my case. All right, kind people of all boroughs and states and countries. And Belgium, hey. <laughs> Thank you for joining us um, on this very hot topic of episode 11. This is a good one. Um, we will see you back again. Stay tuned. Word. Bye. Right. Bye. Later, later.